Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to episode 42 of the Most Everything Podcast, boys and girls. That was my uh, friend Pugga from Baltimore. He got a new album that just dropped on Spotify called Up Against the Wall. Hey. That's a good, pretty good album. I liked it. Listened to it a couple times. Um, support him. Saw him. Some support for his new album. So good luck out there in this music industry. Uh, I remember when I went down. He's He lives on um, Coldwater, Florida now. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down to visit him. And he's just like he went to school for like engineering, and like he's really into his music thing. He's like a, um, he's like he's like an artist, not just musical, but he does like poets, he does rhymes. Nice, nice. I mean, um, you know, poems and stuff like that. So he's really into that whole engineering lifestyle and music. Like he's obsessed with it. So that's the stuff, yo. Keep working. Sound good so far. Yeah, we gotta listen to it the whole thing one day. All right, guys, follow me on IG at Art underscore G. You can follow me on IG at Corey Hilton One. Yep, and if you need to send us your top five, your general feedback of the show, email us at uh, Most Everything Podcast at Gmail dot com or slide in our DMs for business purposes, purposes only. only. I was a little late on that. When I was reading something. All right, so uh, you want to talk about your loss for top five, or you want to give? I lost. I'm pretty sure I won on yours. Last no, time you I didn't check. win on mine. Check it. Hold on. Last yeah, week, last know. week's top five. Because I won on my, mostly. You won on, on yours. Hold on. Let, let's let's verify. Uh, last week's um, top five was top five um, memes of 2018. So uh, of course, as usual, like uh, we would let the people decide who won. Um, Corey gave his top five. I'll give my top five. We put it on our personal IG mm-hmm. um, and put the poll up and then we put it on the Most Everything Podcast IG as well. And you know how that goes. Um, whoever whoever gets the most votes, so whoever won two out of the three, wins. And last time I checked, I was up by at least one or two votes on yours. I don't know, man. You know, look- how to, you know how to check it? No, I'm looking for it right now. It, it should be in my, um, my news feed. Mm-hmm. Archives. So this is all your stories that you posted. Ah, see, so, Mama. So if you want to come here and uh, like repost something from all you can do it. Let's see. I'm about to. This is it right this here. This is it. Click it. Hold on. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> These motherfuckers didn't choose wisely. They didn't. Oh my god, you beat me by two votes. You're damn right. Wow. And I, of course, I won on mine. I was losing badly on mine's before, yeah. but I. Uh, you pay people again. Looks, oh my! I will never. I got two kids. I don't got to pay anybody. All right. So I won on mine. I lost on mostly. I won on Corey's. Wow. The loyalty. <laughs> the loyalty is not there. No, yo. it's not. Hold on. So now let me go back and look at the one from the week before, because yeah, you can I can't find it. Back. Yeah. Oh. Boom. That's a last yeah, slide. Yeah, that's that is a but, last slide. So yeah, that's all the stories that you ever posted. You can always go back and either repost them or just get get the poll nice. results. Yeah. So I can definitely delete them from my phone now. Yeah, you can. Um all right, so what are the platforms that could listen to us on, Corey? Well you got a couple. You got iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yep. Which is actually turning into one of my f- better than title. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like title has this reasons and why I have it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, of course I use somebody else's Spotify password. Oh my god. You know how I do. Yeah, huh. Yeah, and Spotify has been a really good um, Yo, I like how you can just post straight to the um 
I, I still have both. I still have Spotify and um, Apple Music. Like, I don't know which one to drop. Well, well I mean, both of them not Pretty ran by black people, so. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have Tidal. I still use it. That's my number one platform that I go to. Yeah. But I like I have to go on Spotify to post it onto Instagram. Yeah, Because yeah, it just it goes straight through. So yeah. I like that feature. And then I just found out about a, that airdrop thing. Yeah. I just picked up a hold of, like, Network, I mean computers and yeah, phones yeah, in the yeah, area, and yeah. I can just throw my music right on there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has its ups and downs. They play, I heard they have really good playlists. Right. Um, when I'm playing 2K, mm-hmm. I'll hook it up to the uh, game, cut the game music down, mm-hmm. just play that music, um, stuff like that. So, um, Tidal doesn't have those those features. So, hopefully, Jay Z, if you're listening, he probably is. Upgrade, baby. This week. Um, so how was your week, man? Same shit. Yeah, uh, I really don't remember much. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Oh, it, just, it just ended. Like it's a new week well, today. It's about to start again. Yeah. All right. And uh, yesterday, got into the gym with my dad for the first time. You did? Yeah. With your dad? Yeah, man. Me. Be out there. Me and him hitting hit the gym, B. Oh man. Um. So I have a wedding to go to in, in Grenada. Um, I, yeah, I remember in you July. told us last week. Um, but you know, usually I would be in the gym hitting it hard, maybe. Um, three to four times a week but the fact that you know I work Monday to Friday um, it's gotcha gonna have kids. to be like on Saturdays yeah. that I hit it so it's it's gonna have to be um, like a more of a mental thing for me to stay consistent mm-hmm. with eating throughout the week mm-hmm. and then Saturdays more hitting hard it. right you can do little workouts in the house too right and get some get some weights yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. get some band resistance right and do some that push up some sit ups sit ups and, yeah, and that's that, it yeah. that's it all you need to do in the house just to get you through since you can't go every day doing the right. week, that nine to five, man. See, see I how mean, it's affecting your life. It's it's fine to me because I, I still get the weekends, but then it feels like all right. Everything comes. Everything comes together, and you don't have a day off nope. because you know on the weekends now yep. I have to. Um, I spend time with my kids. That's why exactly. I, on the weekends I always like post them up because I'm actually in there in the morning right. versus being at work. But, exactly. I see but, your daughter made the bed the other day. Yeah, she she been she been making her own bed uh, like for for like a couple of months now. Damn, she, so now she's better, she's better person than me. So now she got to make <laughs> our bed. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh God! Yeah. No, she did a good job. Yeah, she did. Uh, um. So I got a, a extension at my job. Okay. Um. So I think. Oh, additional, extension to stay. Yeah. Okay. It's additional fifteen days. Nice. So now my new schedule is Monday through Friday nine to five, and uh, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but bro, so so you're still gonna have that. You're still gonna get paid, of course, for the for the extra two weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I mean, it's, that helps me out a lot. Yeah. But I'm just like, just nine to five. I gotta do this shit every, every day. day. Yeah. This is gonna be. Bullshit. Yeah, but that day off in the week is clutch, especially like a Wednesday. I know Wednesday, Thursday, right, man. right in the middle. Not not too early. Right. You got your Monday, Tuesday, and then you got the rest in the middle of the week. Then mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, you get to just uh, yep. just coast and it's it, so just important, enjoy. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, and I can't. It's not one of those things where I can like roll in late, at like yeah, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, because it's like it's mandatory that we're there by the state law. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like a fire purposes. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I'm just like. I gotta be on time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's a fact. Nine to five. That means I gotta sit on the train with millions of people. Millions. I'm just like, God damn. I can't complain, but it's just like, damn. Oh well, it is what it is. I'm just happy to right. able to continue with it. So, um, so we're gonna dive right into the episode, right? No, we're not. Oh, we'll we take doing? a moment and talk about the greatest. Well, my favorite artist right now. 
Jermaine Cole. Jermaine Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole. <laughs> Jermaine <laughs> Cole. <laughs> Yo, he came back with a banger, bro. Yeah, uh, Metal Child. Um, J. Cole is one of those artists that I think somebody on Twitter put. Um, he's one of the artists that don't have to talk about money, cause jewelry, or diss nope. anybody. He can just talk about life. And yep. you, you learn from that mm-hmm. shit. Um, him, Kendrick... Um, I, I would say they are they're, they're great and they're they're on the same I don't want to say same playing field but um, they're two artists that you know doesn't have to um, rap about the glitz and glamour doesn't have to rap about you know how much cars they got anything like that they could just spit some shit and you get hooked to it instantly exactly yeah. like like they've been here for like years forever yeah. and it, it, and they can talk about all that other stuff yeah but they don't have to right man. That, no promo. Mm-hmm. Well, he did do a little promo. I'm not take that back. He posted a couple things before it dropped, and yeah. he let us know he was gonna drop something at 9 p.m. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. on the 23rd. Um, yeah. But, and then for for the last couple of weeks, he had like a Dreamville session where mm-hmm. like him and like all the top producers yep. will come together, work together, and just work on this album. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. So, but now what's what is, what is funny is he's been listening to what people say. Oh. Uh, J. Cole, he's boring. I mean, he's a good artist, but I can't really vibe with him. Yeah. So now he's like, okay. I got something for you. I got something for you. Yeah. Y'all forgot where he came from with, yeah. um, uh, fuck, what's that first album? I can't even think of the first album. Oh, Mixtape. I forgot the name of it. Um, But anyway. No, it um, wasn't Born Center, right? No, that was the first album. Friday Night Lights? Friday Night Lights, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like, he had bangers on it, beats and, and like, uppity beats that yeah, you can yeah, rock yeah. off in the club to yeah. and all that stuff. And then he went to like a new or like real life thing. And people, mm-hmm. oh, he's born. Okay. And he said, I'm going to be hitting y'all with this all year long. Yeah. So I'm That's like, what's oh, up. Shit. I can't wait. Cool as back. It might be another year where cool we had back. where we had tons of hip hop, where we had Nas, Kanye, Drake, Corey Holland. All, all those people dropping around the same time. So yeah, man. Um, again, for me personally, I don't really vibe to the this. This era's music, nah, right? That's hard. I have, a I have my moments. Right, so in my headphones, if I'm not listening to any podcast besides, you know, most everything podcasts, which you should be listening to. Absolutely. Um, I, As I, you are in it right now. Right. I have, like, old... Um, I'm listening to 90s hip-hop, 90s R&B, um, early 2000 hip-hop, early 2000 R&B, nothing really current, but I just found out this guy, he's probably been out anime... This nigga is hot. Yo, this shit is amazing. Play it for me. I might know. Hold on. You 100% know this guy. I'm like, yo, who is this guy? And this shit slaps. <laughs> it's some unknown. I was like, this one dude named Jed. I think he's under Dreamville. Look at this shit. Listen to this. I got the bag. Tell a friend. She got some ass. Bring it in. Bitch, I'm the new CNN. I'm this. I never know. That ring fire. I actually was looking at rings like that. Bruh. <laughs> I think this this is where I heard him first though. Listen, man. I heard Hold you on. got you a dime piece, man. One of the Beyonce making. That's him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know that song. That's him? That's him. Let me see the name. 
Nah, Nemez is bro. Caroline. Yeah, yeah. I never listened to. It. I know that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, that's the first song I ever heard, but I never knew who it was. So I just discovered him. I mean, again, he probably he probably been out for a while, but he had another song called Blackjack, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. And this is my new guy that, that I'm bumping these days. Yeah, I mean, he sounds good. I got yeah, him. Yeah. It's a couple artists that I listen to that. Um, that's not like really mainstream. Um, that's tell you did got JID is like J yeah, or something. Yeah, I think he's yeah. a, um he's a uh, artist under Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a couple. I just can't think of their names right now. Yeah. I'm trying to look them up. But so 100% man, anime is, is a guy that I, that I'm bumping right now. Everything else, a podcast, gospel music, early 90s and 2000 R&B and hip hop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so you know, again, uh, th- these artists don't make music for me. Because me being, you know, 31 years old, you know, us, us in our early 30s, they make it for the younger folks. So I'm not I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So let's dive into this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the government shutdowns over. Mm-hmm. Temporarily. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Our wonderful uh, 45th only did it for three weeks. Um, some people from IRS uh, agents are refusing to show up to work being unpaid, apparently in conditions on coordination with each other. Which would be a new escalation to the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. It took people um, in main cities like New York, LA, I think Chicago, not to go to work for TSA. Yeah. We've seen that. You post, we posted on our Mostly Everything um, Instagram page. Go check it out. A kid working at TSA. <laughs> And um, shout out to Kayla. She's like, I was uh, just about to say that. Like, how do you know that he's not doing something for school? I'm like, right. and we're like, all of a sudden, TSA, short staff for government shutdown, they're doing kid volunteer work now. Right, exactly. And nah. you can't have a kid volunteer work at TSA because yeah. they don't know what drugs look like. They right. don't know signs to look out when people are trying to get drugs through the, um, through the scanner or whatever. How will you think he looked? Uh, he was probably 13. Maybe- I want to say like 10 or like 11, 11 12, I, I would say between ish. 10 and 13 yeah okay yeah a three year range yeah. yeah he was young yeah I mean and it's just it's just mind blowing that the supervisor which probably wasn't there or the manager whoever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. allowed that to happen like come on bro yeah like my friend Calloway said he's definitely bringing the gun to the TSA <laughs> Like <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I saw that like yeah. I mean yeah at this point he doesn't know right. I was a toy don't worry about it uh, yeah. oh, okay <laughs> right like, right I mean, I got a vacation coming. I'm just happy that the government opened for the three weeks for yeah, that yeah, yeah. purpose because yeah. I can get through it. But I don't know. People might not show up. It's like, I'm only getting paid for three more weeks and then we're going to shut right back down. Right. Like, and, why? Uh, what's the point of me showing up? I can sit here and, and apply for new jobs at this point. There, there was a report that um, that they really halted flights from like the uh, from New York, mm-hmm. L.A. just because of the short staffing. Yeah. And I had a couple of friends actually work. One worked for TSA. Um, shout out to Melita. I think... Um, and another person, I don't think she worked for TSA, but I think she she just has a government job that she needed. I think she started like she put up a cash app and like, yo, if you can just donate, niggas help, niggas need help paying mm-hmm. bills. Um, and it, it's kind of, it's kind of unfortunate that the that the country that we live in that we have to be so dependent on our checks that we get every day unless you have a like a massive inheritance or you manage money well yeah um you won't you won't be able to last a whole month without no. even um no. even getting one check you won't like your, your bill's not gonna they're not gonna mm-hmm. grant you any kind of extension nope. maybe kind of to grant you an extension but that that's that's, that's your that's your electric bill you, what about your car note what about your your rent mortgage whatever it is it's so hard to live well i'm not gonna let me i'm gonna say it but i I'm going to kind of pull back from it. It's hard to live 
it's hard to save money in today's society with so much on social media. You get and and everything is so easy accessible, yeah. accessible. Yeah. Um, sneakers, traveling, food, new clothes, yeah. makeup, yeah. Uh, cell phones, accessories. You know all that stuff that just like is a click and a buy and go type thing. Mm-hmm. So like people and social media is to blame in a way um, because you I say you control what you. You control the controllables. Yeah, you can control. Like you can delete your social media, and not be on there, and be perfectly fine. It won't be uh, forced to fall into this environment where you want to like, be keep, up in and keeping out. up with the Joneses. Yeah, keeping up with the Joneses exactly. Yeah. Um, and you can save money by doing that. But um, social media definitely plays a big role in the way people live today and, and want to show the way they live. Like, they want to live a lifestyle that, that looks good on the internet but may not be all good because you live in paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Government shut down. Showing even the people for the government who makes pretty decent money, even yeah. though TSA is the lowest paid in the government, yeah. um, you know, they they, they can't. They, they, you they can't, can't survive. Yeah. Mm, it's hard. No, it's hard. And, and I think that... Um, you know the the money management thing starts starts at home early yes, early, early. On, right first but, job but it's like this there's um there's one aspect where it says okay your parents are telling you hey Corey you need to save money versus mm-hmm. your parents sitting down with you and be like okay this is how you manage money this yep. is how you should do it so when you get your when early teens when you get your first paycheck I'm going to take some of this because that, that's what the government does so mm-hmm. you, you could learn how to survive off of something small mm-hmm. so you won't have to you know have all this money have access so you won't spend all of it at the same time exactly yeah mm-hmm. so there, it, it definitely starts in home so um you know, for for those who unfortunately was affected, um, the government is reamped for three weeks. But I think Trump said he's going to close it again yeah, for if on the fifteenth of February yeah. if he doesn't get what he wants. But you know, like try, try to try to stand shout. tough, man. Try, try to stand tough. So speaking of presidents, before we we're gonna skip one talking and get right back to that, uh, Camilla Harris announces, "I'm running for president. Let's do yeah. this together." Uh, yeah. She's from Oakland, California. She went to Iowa University. University, mm-hmm. HU. You know, mm-hmm. I want that too. Uh, but you didn't pay tuition. Yeah, no. And she, University of California College of Law. Mm-hmm. She was previously served as the 32nd uh, Attorney General of California from 2011 to 2017. And as the District Attorney of San Francisco from 2004 to 2011. Current is the 2nd American woman and is the first Asian American to earn election to the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. So shout out to, uh, I said Karen, but I met uh, Camilla. Camilla. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Camilla Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll love to see what you have, what you stand for. Maybe you might be the next president of the United States and yep. the first female. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, let's just pay attention. She seems good so far, you know, but I was reading some stories up on her and they spoke about her, um, how she's not aggressive enough at Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who cares? Eh, who cares about yeah. Wall Street? So, but she had saved like a twenty billion dollar. Um, she did some twenty five billion dollar thing, um, like a, a payback or something mm-hmm. for California. Like she settled a lawsuit for twenty five billion dollars, something like that. It was crazy. Um, but no, she's good at whatever she does. But um, the one the topic that we skip is uh, Trigger Mike, Killer Mike, mm-hmm. Trigger Warning. Mm-hmm. It's a show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an awesome show on Netflix. Great show, hilarious. It is hilarious. Uh, um, the first episode, if I recall, he was buy everything black. Right. 
and I mean when I say everything black, not just you know I'm I'm gonna eat a, at a black owned restaurant. You know I want the people who where they got the food from to be a black farmer. Mm-hmm. I want the I want the spices to be black spices created by black people farmed by black people. Mm-hmm. This man couldn't eat for what twenty four hours was it? Because mm-hmm. he couldn't find nothing. That was a hundred percent black owned. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of, and that opened my mind. Regardless of which way you look at it, white people have their finger into every little thing. Mm-hmm. I might own this restaurant. I might cook the food. Might be all my ideas, all my ingredients, all my color schemes, or whatever concepts. But the people that's provide me this food is white people. Mm-hmm. And if they want to cut me off, then they're able to. Where can I go? Where's the next black farmer? That I can go to to get bread, to get yeast, well, yeast is bread, to mm-hmm. get bread, to get, you know, meat, to get corn, whatever the hell they grow on whatever they All that there. shit, yeah. So, so. so w- one thing, too, that um, that I really love about it, too, is like, and uh, like you said, it really opened up my eyes, too, to think, all right, um, we don't have, we're, this is America, we're, we're surrounded by so many um you know the buy-in of okay you can start your own business you could be your own boss or whatever mm-hmm. it is be entre- entrepreneur but then you know when it comes to really supporting the black business um the the, the there seems to be no no winner in that feud right so right. what one thing that Kevin mike was saying too that you know in asian communities and other nationality communities the dollar stays within the community for like I don't know two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I forgot the exact time. Yeah, it was like yeah. But then the dollar for the black community stays in the black community for six hours. Yeah, right? six hours. So it's like all right, we gotta buy black, we gotta support. He was looking for like black detergent to mm-hmm. wash his clothes. Of course, like you just said, the black restaurants. He couldn't find a black hotel to sleep, so he had to sleep, sleep on, on a park, park bench. bench. Right. Um, it actually is a black rest. I mean, hotel in um, Atlanta is called. But it's back own, to you is, it, is it owned by black people? It is. It's owned. Okay. It's, it's, um, I went there um, back in like t- 2009, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a black, beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, hotel. Hotel. But he was he wasn't in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. He went to some other part. But it is a black uh, hotel in Atlanta. Right. So, I, and I, I'm thinking, uh, the case in point, this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to drop my daughter to church. Um, dropping over to church. And... And what I usually do, I usually we usually take the Uber to church, and then I put in my address again to have them just drop me back. So I'm like, yo, I'm over there in my old neighborhood. Let me just get something to eat from over mm-hmm. there, because I know the bakery is open. The bakery is black owned. The the Jamaican restaurants, of course, over there is black owned. They're not like the the chain ones. They're like the the little ones that you know um, yeah. that that the owners own. And I walk to Church Avenue, Church in like 95th, 96th. No, no, Church in like 93rd, 94th. So went into the Jamaican restaurant, um, ordered what I want for for breakfast for me and my wife, and um, left. Right. Mm-hmm. So and then I kind of looked at that little community there. Once I saw a trigger one, I'm like, yo, I'm supporting that business. I'm keeping the dollar within the black, within community. The black community. So then right. I'm like, I'm I'm coming home to my house. I'm like, yo. Like what? How can I support a black community in my house where I have an iPhone, where I have a MacBook, yep. I have a Samsung TV, yep. I have a, a fridge and washing machine, stove. Um, I have Samsung washer and dryer, mm-hmm. Uber. I use Uber. That's not black owned. Yeah. Uh, I have a phone. That's that's Apple. Um, the coats that we have are not owned by black right. black folks. So um, thinking about it, I'm like, and Killer Mike went 24 hours without. 
for trying to support a black business. Right, but it was so hard. Right. It was so, so hard. It was just difficult. You had to like go out and find these things. Um that story that we did a couple of a couple of episodes ago on the telemarketing, the telecommunication company that's black owned in Florida. Mm-hmm. I think the guy provided him with a phone that's um they call it cricket. The figures. The figures, yeah. yeah. The figures, which was which is the black owned Yeah, I seen that. Company. I was like, oh shit. We did the thing on that. So yeah. um it's it's we definitely want to be able to support these communities, but you know, we're not spending enough money or time in them mm-hmm. because we're spending money on phone modes. We're spending money in so many different things, but we're not really in the community giving them enough of what they need to sustain themselves. So, I, I, I thousand percent agree. Yeah. Um. And it, it was a, it was definitely eye opening. Then I think the second what was the second episode the cola cola pop. I mean, blood plop and um, crip pop, crip crip cola. I can't remember. He made it was no like black owned soda juice yeah. businesses out there, yeah. so he yeah. got with the Crips um, because of Hell Angels. If you don't know what Hell Angels is, it's a motorcycle club, and they like have all this like uh, stuff. Like they have shirts, they have yep. they have a whole market to buy yeah. coffee mugs, pens, everything you can think of, and it said it just has Hell Angels logo on it. But people don't portray them as a gang. They portray them as a um, what word? What are they using? What? Um, not a gang. Like an organization. A organization. Let's just use that word. They yeah. was, they treat them as an organization versus how they treat the Crips as a gang. Uh, but um, they were saying that the Crips and Bloods they originally wasn't gangs. They wasn't violent. They came together as like a brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. And then it became this. Because that's what the media portrayed yeah, yeah, to everybody. Yeah, yeah. But the media controls so much, has so much power, and we, mm-hmm. we forget about it. Mm-hmm. They um, always have a way of making people believe, you know, a certain thing. Yeah. And it's just like y'all so so small minded. Y'all don't realize that they're doing this on purpose, and your mind has been trained because you've been hearing it for years right. and years and years and years and years. You got all these. We we got a segment here with all these people, all these killings. And I think eighty percent of the people in doing the killings is white people, yeah. but they don't they don't publicize that. But then let somebody kill somebody in the hood, another shooting on Northern and no, or East Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, but they publicize that, right. but they don't talk about that. Right. It's like, oh, I'm never going to East Brooklyn. But you got people, white people, killing their own family they live mm-hmm. in the house with, but they don't talk about that because they don't want that out there. Nobody cares about that. Right. Um, but. The, the the that type of thing won't you know attract or sell or anything like mm-hmm. that. They right, wanna, exactly. Yeah, you want to make it one side. Exactly. Yeah. So he had the Crippa Cola and the the blood pop, mm-hmm. which he made the Crips and blood make sodas and mm-hmm. showed them working together as a community. Went to like a um like a what's those things they have in Union Square with the market uh farmers market. Yeah. They sold sodas there and then they put the stands right the bloods and the Crips right next to each mm-hmm. other and the community, people were scared at first. Like, oh my god, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. But then they seen it was unity and they yeah, started yeah. buying blood yeah. and Crips soda and it was. Yeah. They said it was really good soda. It was less um, sodium. I mean, it was less sugar, or it was better than Coca Cola. Not, I don't know about the taste, but like yeah. healthier than Coca Cola. Yeah. Um, then he did an episode where um, he, when he was talking to the kids, the kids yeah. and the kids is like, you know, I want to be a, uh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be the president. Yeah. He was like, well, let's be real. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's pick up trades. Yeah. And then he came up with a way to have trades. Um, incorporated with porn because mm-hmm. porn is the most watched 
thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The porn industry is... Like multi-million dollar. No, billion, billion dollar yeah, yeah. Um, industry. So he incorporated like how to fix a doorknob, how to uh, yeah. clean out your sink when it's clogged. Yeah. But he incorporated with porn. And people was actually like watching it like, oh my gosh. Now I know how to clean out my sink. Yeah. Now I know how to change a door handle. Now I know how to... Uh, change the light fixture or you know no all because I thought I was watching looking for yeah, porn yeah, yeah. but they showed me how to do this and it was giving me porn it was like two for oh, one and, and then I think in addition to that I think his whole you know thought process behind that was these are the type of people that have trades are always going to have a job exactly. versus if you if you're trying to focus on one aspect uh-huh. of certain thing, you probably won't even have have a job consistently throughout the year. Exactly. But somebody that knows how to change a doorknob, there's there's mm-hmm. people in the world that's gonna want a doorknob changed. That's gonna clean. That want their gutters clean. Yeah, and man. And like, you know yeah. what? Trades are um a forget a forgotten market. Yeah. People really aren't people are into the IT right now. Yeah. Like to be honest, I mean, like you said it yourself. You don't build your stuff around here. Yeah. Your no, wife does it. Yeah, she does it. <laughs> I don't. I hate doing it. Yeah. It takes me hours to do it, and I have right. to get my wife to chip in. Um, right. I'm not a handyman. I'm, I'm just right. not. The um, when we first moved in here, that closet that my wife bought to to have assembled um, for from IKEA, the guys. Uh, so we paid to have that assembled. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like maybe six or seven. It's like maybe five or six different doors and put together. It's not tall. We ain't putting that shit together. Yeah, so that we was paid, a lot. Yeah, we paid them to put it together. I had to put together that TV stand, and by the time they left, it was finished. I'm like, yo. I need your help with this, man. <laughs> yeah, come through and help me out with, with this on uh, damn TV saying. So you paid him real quick. And the dude came in and, and uh, helped us with the TV saying. I had to give them a nice little tip, and then I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And that, that's the thing too. We get away from from not tipping as well. Oh like, yeah. Like so I um I had to get something notarized recently, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I gave um I think it cost like maybe five dollars, mm-hmm. right? Oh, no, sorry, it cost three dollars. Yeah, notarized. So, cheap. so I gave the guy. I, I want to say I gave him like five dollars, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You don't have the three dollars?" I'm like, "No, I don't have it." So I think he was searching around to give me change. I was like, "You know what? Keep it. Just guy. Keep, keep, it. Keep, keep the two dollars." He was like, "Wow!" Like, he kind of he he didn't break down, but he kind of like took the time to say, "Wow, people in our community don't give tips." But if I was in Manhattan or if I was on if this was a white customer or whatever it is, I would have gotten a tip. So I'm like, hmm, that's very interesting. It is. So then today when I went to get the food too, you tip my, my, my my food cost sixteen dollars with food for me and my wife and I gave him twenty, so I told him to just keep keep the just four dollars, keep the yeah. change. He was like, Thank you thank you very much. So Speaking of Netflix and oh, there's a couple other episodes on yeah, Trigger yeah, Man yeah. Show. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You gotta watch it, man. Watch gotta it. Watch it. Watch gotta it. watch it. Also, which has been uh, raving on internet well, right hold now. Hold on, before you go into that, I want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to Amanda Seals. Um, yes. Her her uh, first HBO special, uh, her hour of comedy called "I Be Knowing." Um, was amazing. It was hilarious. It was funny. She's only the second African American woman to have a special on HBO, um, besides Wanda Sykes. Can you believe that we are in 2019? This mm-hmm. is the second African American woman yep. who has a stand up comedy yeah. on HBO, right? Mm-hmm. On HBO, on, bro. Besides Wanda I mean, Sykes, and Wanda Sykes was maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15, 10 or 12 years ago. Yeah, um, it was that, a long time. I remember. There, right. She would add all right. the time. Did right. she get her own show after that? The one sack show. show, yeah, I think so. Nice. Um, but shout out to Amanda Seals, man. It was funny. It was intelligent. It was smart. 
um, a, a lot of this stuff came from on social media. If you follow from, if you follow her from on social media, um, you know, IG stories or Twitter or whatever it is, mainly on, on Instagram. Um, you know, you would get some of the references that she was making. You would get some of the jokes that she was making. Um, a little deeper, uh, you would know who, who Lando is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, shout out to Amanda Seals. I doing big it. things. 100% supporting you, sister. Uh, keep it going. Uh, Caribbean woman rock. Um, I don't know why people don't like you. Like, you're, you're as a black man, you're amazing, Amanda. So, shout out to you. As a black what? I said, as a black man, she oh, black oh, men oh, hate her for some yes, reason. Yeah, I don't know no, why. No, because she's real. <laughs> too real, yeah, too real for them. Like yeah. I think she said something. It, it was a bit in in the joke too, but she said this on social media maybe a years maybe a year ago. I'm like he, she said something along the lines of, if you have all the Jordans, but you have a blow up mattress on the floor, right? Like. Like rethink your, your way, life, yeah. Rethink Period. the way of, your way of living. And she had a great way of delivering that that same um, concept in her in her stand up last night. But um, it was truly amazing. Shout out to Amanda. So go ahead. Let's talk about this Fire Fest. Yeah, man. That's the great. That's the crave of the internet right now. Fire Festival. Um, this happened what 2017. This all went down 2017 or was it 2018? I think it was last year. Was it 2018? I want to say it was twenty. Uh, might have been twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty seventeen. Guy named Billy. What was his last name? McFarlane. Yeah, McFarlane. He's just a big ass game artist. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. He's just a big scam artist. I don't care what way you you incorporate. You flip it. it you fold it. You, you, yeah. you, you change it. Yeah. He's a scam artist and he's a mastermind at it. And people believed in him because he was fucking white. So basically, he started off with this Magnesis card, which is like this this credit metal, card, me- metal, metal credit, credit card. card. Yeah. For the millenniums to attract them to make them look like they have more than what they yeah, actually have. Yeah. So he like created and used to have like uh, two hundred. He said they was bringing in two million dollars on um for fees, um annual fees yeah, or something yeah. like that, yeah. like two point five million dollars on on monthly fees or annual fees. And mm-hmm. he used to try to make it seem like your life was better, mm-hmm. like give you tickets to Beyonce floor seats for mm-hmm. two fifty a person instead of the one like two like five thousand dollars right. the tickets were. Um, he used to have like little events that he would pay for to make him seem like they was like like you know royalty or like, not royalty but like upper class at these right. uh, penthouses and you could take people to the penthouse and take girls out on days or hang out with your friends. This all this like this this like social media living that I just yeah. went on and ran about a yeah. few minutes ago yeah. mm-hmm. that you know they want to live this lifestyle but they can't really afford that lifestyle so you know he created that lifestyle they want to live so he did the fire festival which was in the bahamas it was this um beach i mean he rented this island he was gonna have all these people all these cabanas all these artists all this food all these drinks but everything was gonna be all inclusive all included top mm-hmm. shelf mm-hmm. we're gonna fly you in jet uh you know planes over to the island yeah that's gonna I, be free i think that the tickets range from like five hundred dollars to like two hundred and fifty thousand yeah some shit like that yeah, yeah. like a, a cabana for a half a million mm-hmm. oh you want to spend time on a yacht with Kendall Jenner, ten thousand dollars for uh, what a couple of hours or something like that, like an hour. And and then you know the the whole thing behind this um this fire festival thing was to launch the fire app, right? Which was a way to book artists. Which was artists. a billion, a yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah, it's a way to book brilliant. artists. So if you directly want Drake or you want like Blink One Eighty Two, whoever, you could kind of go on the app, 
So you could cut, cut around the people, the middlemen, and kind of go directly to them, their mm-hmm. their representatives, so you could book them for whatever show that you right, want. Right, with the price right. and everything like that. I mean, I think it was a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the guy is smart. He's just a scam artist. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, everything he did was brilliant, but at the end of the day, all of it turned into scams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not mad at him for his ideas, but he just he just um, found a way to, you know, to, to make money off of that shit. Right. Right. Um, and Ja Rule, I guess he was just completely out of the loop because I don't know how he missed all this going on. Yeah, I, th- I think he knew what was going on, but he was like, "I right, we in too deep, so fuck it. Like, they were spending money, like, spending millions of dollars. They were running out of money at one point, yeah. and they were so called ready for the festival to start, but then the rain came the rain, and kind of put tents. everybody, the tents that were left over by FEMA from yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Right. That was supposed to be people's cabanas, and when people got there, people were like, What the fuck? Well, th- there yeah. was no kind of organization. Nope. Uh, that shit blew up on social media just to tell people like, "Yo, this shit is not what what people portray it to." Right, and then the lady who was the uh, caterer for the yeah. event, yeah. that she got like a what two week notice about all these people supposed mm-hmm. to be coming. She's put a fee for all them. Mm-hmm. Um, she got stiff in the fry festival and yep. they started a GoFundMe for her because she had to take out fifty thousand dollars of From her, her own money, her yeah. own savings, to pay the people who she said that we're going to get paid because you know I've been in Bahamas and Bahamian people are really respectful yeah. they're really loyal nice, people yeah. uh, really nice people really like down to earth humans and you know they just want to be respected and treated right yeah. um, and I mean she did that and she um, was able to get $130,000 from, this from, go the, from the from the GoFundMe, yeah. Since since it, since the special since the documentary, died, right? Yeah. So that was that was pretty awesome for her. So I'm pretty sure she put that fifty thousand back in her savings, and she probably she probably put a little bit more in there, but yeah. um, she probably took the rest some some of it and, and used it for a good cause to the country. Yeah. Uh, or the yeah the, the country. Because because the the workers there were there were people uh, like it was like down to the wire where people were coming in a few hours, mm-hmm. and Billy had people from the island come and do work and they never got paid for it yeah um no one got paid yeah at one point they were i think i forgot the guy's name but he's on instagram now the guy that had to go that billy asked to go suck dick to release the water oh my god that shit was hilarious yo he really was about to go suck dick for he was committed yo at this point you're in too deep bro you cannot say nah billy that crosses the line i was like nah Mean, mind you, he he is he's gay, so yeah, uh, you know, I, I guess he would have been fine to it because Billy said, "Hey, you're a big gay leader. I need you to go suck dick to to um to release the water because evidently, like customs in, in Bahamas yeah. was holding the water hostage unless they were paid one hundred seventy five thousand. Yeah. Um. So the, Billy had him go to go commit the sexual act to then um. To, so they could release the water so he could have water for the guests or whatever. Yeah, that was when he said that shit. I said, wow. Like, y'all really, like, went over yeah. the top for yeah. this guy, Billy. The documentary involved the, the folks that worked directly with, with Billy mm-hmm. and, you know, that helped him put all this thing together. And they all felt so bad because, you know, number one, they didn't get paid. And number two, it's like, they felt hurt because Billy had a gifted gap, right? Right. Like he he'll did. convince you to do things and you know be like make you believe like yo you're part of the circle you're part mm-hmm. of the family. When um, 
Billy was in it just for selfish reasons. Yeah. yeah. He was in it just to live that lifestyle yeah, that man. he didn't have. That they portray, man. Yeah, like, man. I'm telling you, social media really destroys a you, lot. You just got to... And he paid... I think uh, there's a couple of celebrities that actually posted for, posted on IG for it. Like Kendall Jenner Kendall posted on it, but they paid her 250 of, Yeah, uh, allegedly. a whole bunch of influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck Jerry. Yeah. Um, which is just like new whole yeah. social thing that, that that shit just goes to show you like no matter how rich somebody seems yo there always some bullshit going on behind the scenes always yeah. always but um that 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 we recommend you go watch that for our festival yeah, that, that was great for some um, things Hulu has one too it's Hulu, I heard I seen that and Netflix has one but the one in um the one at Hulu is like a different take I think that that one had Billy actually in it, in it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to watch um, that one but Billy got paid yeah. for that one Jaru and um he got paid for the Netflix one too I think. Jaru had posted something saying that um they had got paid that Billy the Billy definitely Hulu definitely paid Billy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Netflix paid him but I know, I know some Netflix paid somebody to yeah, do that documentary. Yeah, sure. But um you know they just make money instead of you know again leaving the Bohemian people yeah. for stranded. Yeah. I mean all that stuff man that shit was crazy. They had people on buses. He mm-hmm. really put School it buses. up to be this. Crazy fest. I mean, honestly, if you can pull that festival off and you got the money, it will yeah. be great. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just a lot. Um, he used to. They say he would fly back to New York, go talk to investors, and come back with three million dollars. I can't even get because investment for for three hundred thousand dollar house. It's, it's just like I off. Could, it's, it's it's off of the. The, the relationships that he made with the Magnesis card because people believed in it because that mm-hmm. shit made so much money. So I'm right. like, yo, absolutely. And people, with, the investor was thinking they want to get their turnaround and get their money back. So um, Yeah, so he's I in jail now should, for yeah, six yeah, yeah. years. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. He stole the money only in jail for six years. Yeah. Six years, bro? Yeah, man. Um, So I'm ready for Billy to come out. <clears throat> he, he, he was convinced he wasn't going to get put in jail, but it is what it is. He did. I'm ready for him to come out and start his new his new scheme because you know somebody's gonna believe in him again because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's called white privilege when they can't let's get opportunities opportunities over again. All right, enough for him. Um, Richard Phillips, a black man, was exonerated after 45 years sells his uh, sells his prison art to support himself. He did not mope much the 45 years he was wrong he was wrongfully spent in prison. He's a better man than me. Mm-hmm. He painted watercolors in his cell, warm landscapes, portraits of famous people like Mother Teresa, vases of flowers, and bassinets, playing jazz. Um, Phillips could be eligible for more than $2 million under Michigan law, That matter, and the matter is unsettled. Phillips was released from custody in 2017, and in 2018, he became the longest-serving U.S. inmate to win exoneration. Wow. That's insane. Mm-hmm. He was cleared of a 1971 homicide at the investigation by University of Michigan law students in the Wayne County Prosecutor Office. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to you, Mr. Phillips. And I think they, I think uh, we saw, we saw this on Twitter. And then I think they they start uh, he could start like a website and like put put those paintings, those originals up, mm-hmm. and then sell, and then he can make so much bread off, just off his paintings alone. Yeah, he can. And I hope he continues to. And Michigan, just pay the man. Y'all, y'all know what y'all did. We, we're not even going to get on topic of it. Yeah. But we, you know what you did. Just pay the man. It's fucking $2 million. Yep. It's like $200,000 nowadays. <laughs> um, Oscar nominees. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, and A Star and Born, and Vice for the, the Best, best Picture. Uh, best Directors. 
Best director. That's the only person we we care about in this whole thing is Spike Lee for Black Klansman. I think this is Spike Lee's first Oscar nominated for best director, and that shit is mind boggling to me. Um, thirty plus years mm-hmm. in the business, making yep. like twelve films yep. or making more more than twelve films. Um, yeah, and this is first best yep. best um director nom- nomination. Nomination. He was on NBA TNT, and he mm-hmm. said he was mind blowing that this was the first yeah. one. And they was like, which one? They had asked him the question, which one he's most upset that he wasn't nominated I for. I said Malcolm X. Nope. That's what somebody else said. He said somebody else Inside said Man? Nope. Somebody else said Malcolm X and he was like he was like, No. What was his first movie? Do the right thing. Right. Yeah. He was like he should have been nominated for that. Yeah. And he said that's the only one he's like Truly, he's upset. Yeah, like he upset didn't even about, get nominated yeah. for it, yeah. And now he's upset. Um, yeah, and like two years ago that he they him and other you know well-known actors you know boycotted uh oscars because mm-hmm. they had like no black um nominees and yeah. most of the categories called oscar so white so um that's a big turnaround uh, it for, is for best um uh, the nomination for best animated feature again these are the oscar nomination that we care about so for best animated feature um ralph breaks the internet incredibles 2 isles of dogs spider-man into the spider-verse I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse should win because I've seen the movie. You haven't seen it yet, right? No, I haven't. So I've seen all Wait, this. Wait, Spider-Man? Yeah, Into, yeah, the, into the Spider-Verse. I didn't see. I, I've seen that. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. I haven't seen Ralph Breaks the Internet. The kind, what do or you think Incredibles of it? Too. What do you think of it? What? Spider-Man? Yeah. We talked about this. You said, said you didn't good. see it. No, I did. One on Tuesday, five hour movie. Oh, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. It was gotcha. really good. So, um, usually... Spider-Pig. Yeah, yeah. Usually, um, Disney cleans up in this category, right? So, it, usually either um, Incredibles 2 or, or Ralph Picks the Internet might win. Mm-hmm. But then, I think that Spider-Man into the I, Spider-Verse is a dark horse. I, I feel win. like, even though I didn't see all the movies here, I feel like Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse will win. Right. Just because I think it's just a black movement yeah. all around. And it, it, it won Best Animated the feature for the Golden Globes as well. Um, so uh, that's it for the Oscar nominations. That again, that we give a fuck about. Right. Um, so I'm watching the Oscars. Is about a month away, February 24th. So we still got time. Uh, okay. If I'm free. Right. All right. So let's go back a little bit. Right. So Black Panther is nominated. It's the first superhero movie to get nominated for Best Picture. Um, Black Panther was great. It was a movement. It it made over a billion dollars mm-hmm. a year ago in February. People all over the world dressed up to go to the movie. Saudi Arabia or Arabia opened up their first they um, reopened the movie theater just to show that movie. Um, it was great. I don't think it was better than Infinity War. I think Infinity War should have got nominated for Best Picture uh, versus over Black Panther. Um, although it was definitely, you know, the first real African American superhero that we get that that we got lately, um, I think it's the same story that we've seen over and over again versus Infinity War, where it was true to the um, it, it was true to the uh, the the um, the story, like the comics or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I just think it was a better overall film than um, than Black Panther. If we were gonna nominate a um, a superhero movie. But that's neither here nor there. Let's see who wins. Um, so, 
Hannah Bleacher just became the first black person to the, to be Oscar nominated for production design. She worked on Fruitvale Station. She worked in Creed. She worked on Beyonce's Lemonade. She worked on Moonlight. Um, this, is, this is a very, of course, in Black Panther. Um, this was a very, this is a huge honor um, to be the first black person uh, nominated for production design is amazing. Um, Ruthie Carter as well. She was responsible. She, she worked with Spike Lee for Do the Right Thing, More Better Blues. She worked in Spike Lee for Malcolm X. Um, and she worked on Black Panther as well for the mm-hmm. costume design. Mm-hmm. She's nominated for costume design as well nice. for Oscar. And I think she should win that shit. Nice. Well, we will see. We yeah. got, what, you said February 24th? February 24th. All right, we'll see. So it seems like every week we are talking about just, just something related to this fucking this network, Netflix. the Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix apps will now sh- allow you to share a show or movie mm-hmm. artwork to your Instagram story. After taping, the share button when you when other Netflix users view your story, they also see a watch on Netflix link that uh, takes them directly to the app. The integration is first coming to I- iOS and then Android. Who cares about them? Version is still to be worked on because Android is trash. And this is the same thing that you like about Spotify, where it has that exactly. IG share that you're watching right. or you're listening to. Exactly. I'm a borderline genius. I just don't know who to bring it to. Like I literally just said this. Yeah. So I mean, I'm cool now. People really gonna be yeah. posting like, "Yo, and uh, this can, is what I'm like watching." A, then you can start a conversation. Yeah, you start yeah. a whole conversation. It's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, and all of it is free promotion for Netflix. Yep. It's yeah. like what the fuck. So now Kendra Jenner posts something because she has the most followers on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and now she can post something. She can post. You know, let's say if Anthony get his great gray ground on Netflix, right. so let's right. have him post it. Right. Boom, you blow the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You blow up. So Baltimore City Schools wrote ten to zero against the bill that will allow police officers to carry firearms during the school day and the board votes to oppose arming schools uh police ten to zero as well. Them damn security guards, safety guards or no. safety security don't need no damn guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, oh, trash. Wow. they trash. They trash. It's not a good idea. Ain't no shoot school yeah. shooting happened this far up north anyway. I mean I, no, yeah, you're right. It's only in the white areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like I mean it's something simple as um, having having tools that can prevent people from getting into your room that mm-hmm. you can put that you can hook up and snap of a finger, yeah. um, not hook up but you know that can be set up right. more so. Right. I've seen some um, things out there and also like just having access control to the building. Yeah, sure. Um, if the parents need to get into the building, give them an access code. Send them out emails. Mm-hmm. Access code to get into the building. And then event oh you think emergency in the event of a fire, fire alarm, ties tie it all into one integrated system that the fire alarm releases the doors in the event of a yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody yeah. can get out. It's ways to get around letting anybody into your school. Yeah. Granted sometimes it's the kids, you know um, pay t- pay attention to the kids. I-, I can't I can't think of one right now to control that one. There's no <laughs> real real way to control anything gun control. Yeah. Maybe start asking the kid when the kids sign up for school. Ask the parents do they have guns. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Or you know besides getting tougher gun control, why they don't have like a command center, right? You have these exactly. schools on high risk areas where you know there's somebody not necessarily on on site. They don't have to be like in the school itself. They can be somebody you know a couple of miles away. But they have the ability to lock this person mm-hmm. that's going through the school, like in a specific hallway yeah. or a specific section. Yeah, something. I mean, it's it's ways around. Whatever way we come up with is going to cost money, mm-hmm. and that's always going to be the pushback. But mm-hmm. what what is life? What is money compared to the future of the America exactly. of the world? I'm not going to say America. What is life? What is money to the future of the world? This is true. Um, speaking of 
well, not speaking of, but Jay-Z and Meek Mill have launched a criminal justice reform organization. The group is committing $50 million to launch the organizations. Activist and former Obama advisor Van Jones has been appointed as CEO of, of the reform, while Meek, longtime friend, Philadelphia 76's co-owner, Chairman Michael Rubin, who's a really good guy, mm-hmm. will serve as the organization's chairman. Other founding board members, including New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, which Yo, is shout really out to shocking. Him. Shout out to him right. for stepping up. I was exactly. Like, That's what? a huge one. I know him and Meek has a, have a kind of relationship they because... Do. When me came home, I think Robert was, was there, there when, he was. when he when he, he got let out. That's that's crazy. That's it's, crazy. It's weird, but shout out to them. Yeah. yeah. Um. In Brooklyn, next co-owner, uh, Clara Wutasi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize if you're listening. I pronounced your name wrong. Mm-hmm. Ruben noted that 6.6 million individuals are currently in the U.S. criminal system, including 4 million people who are on who are on probation. Our rate of incarceration is more than five times higher than in the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went on to point that out. Get one. Their whole purpose of this entire reform is to get one million people out of the criminal justice That's system. That's what's up, man. One million people is a lot of yeah. people. But so it could, but it, but it could be done. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That that's a great. Um, they got. They have a lot of important people. Yeah. You got the activists for the former Bar- you got, Obama advisor. You got, you, got, Jones. Mm-hmm. You, you got the owner of Sixers, who's a white guy. Mm-hmm. You got Robert Kraft, who's a white guy. You got Brooklyn Next owner, who's I'm assuming is Asian. And then you got two powerful people for the black community, Jay-Z and Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. So you have some very important people yep. that can make... They got some... Dish. I want to be on this. So 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 now it's like, yo, thank God that judge did do what she did exactly. to lock him up because he's able to. As soon as he's able this to is, get to get huge. free, he's able to make change for somebody else, mm-hmm. kind of pay it forward to get yep. somebody else out of jail. So um, it's crazy that we're like a fraction of the population. Then we're, we're the most incar- incarcerated um, race mm-hmm. in, in all of the other races in the uh, United States exactly. and in the world. So yeah, 100%. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they, what this outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, on January 15, 2019, 14-year-old Antonio, Antonio Ark was shot and killed by an Arizona police officer. Ark was brutally murdered while running away. He was shot in the back and was not, it was not a threat. The body cam footage of the um, of this murder was just released, and we demand justice. Yep. Now, don't get me wrong. Antonio was doing something wrong and got caught in the middle of the crime. What he was, what he, was, he was breaking into a truck. Okay. He was robbing a truck. The police officer pulled up, yelled, hey, hey, get out the truck, get out the truck. Um, he gets out the truck, and he just starts darting the complete opposite way. Not towards him, mm-hmm. not away. And also, I will shoot. He kept running. Shot him in his back like two or three times. Mm. And then walked up on him, and his body was there. But he's in the 14, video, they, he's they, 14 years old. Yeah, right? 14 years old. In the video, they, was, they blurred it out? Yeah, they, they, they ain't blurred it. They, they removed it okay. from the video. So, yeah. But at the end of the video, you can see where he's standing there with the gun standing over top of him. And that's where his body would have been if they didn't remove it yeah, from the video. Yeah, but it. it's just like, come on, man. All right, fourteen year old, and the cop tried to run. You know what's funny? Um, when you go for like exams for like officers and and firefighters or whatever, they make you do like just physical tests, yeah. like lift fifteen pounds, do twenty push ups, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And the cop ran like, I don't know, ran for like ten seconds. <laughs> so he felt the need that he had to shoot him after that yeah. because he knew he was gonna get away. And it's just like, it's a whole ego thing. It's like, oh, you let a young kid get away from you, 14-year-old boy get away from you. Well, he, obviously, they didn't know at the time he was 14, but you let this little kid get away from you. And now, um, instead of that, you shot and killed him. You shot him in his yeah. back. I mean, you could 
you could have shot a one shot in the air. You didn't try that. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You didn't do anything else. You just straight. I'm gonna kill. Yeah. And I'm talking about the dude. When you look at the video from the body cam to mm-hmm. where the guy was, he was so far. So the aim had to be on point. Like yeah. he was like a good thousand feet from him. Mm-hmm. I might be exaggerating a little bit, mm-hmm. but. He was a, he was a good he, he distance. A good like distance, you could yeah. you could like you know how you see that little black dot at the end of something, mm-hmm. but you can't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. It was like that far. He just shot him in his back. It's like, bro, that's crazy. But again, at this point, Mister uh, Antonio wasn't a threat, but he still got shot anyway. Exactly. In his back. So Kevin Durant opens the Durant Center in Maryland to help low income students to get into college that's and graduate. Shout out to KD. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not KD, a fan of KD anymore. K, KD and, Le, and LeBron giving back. Yeah, they yeah. definitely are. I'm not a fan of KD anymore because you we'll, know we'll talk about that in the in the sports segment. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Ray J sells his scooter e bike business to Canadian company Loop Share in a high seven figure deal. Yeah, we be taking. We be taking on Ray J for for I, play play, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, that shit runs. Are we taking Ray, Ray J, J for play play? play. Hey. See, here's the thing. Don't take Ray J for play play. Black people, we joke about everything. Everything is funny, it's comical, and we tend to put people down who who aren't cool. Who yeah. Who's um like a clown, not in a cool club, not mm-hmm. considered like, um you know, cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ray J just laughs at us, laugh at us, but he just he just. Signed a seven-figure deal with LoopShare. LoopShare is basically like um, they have like multiple different type of scooters for each different riders. Gotcha. You have a scooter that you sit down. You have you know scooters go fast. You have a scooter that you like a regular scooter with like one foot. You scoot yep. with the other or whatever. They have different type of scooters, so they're trying to cater to every different yeah. you know type of people. people who um, yeah, yeah, who you know. Remember, like remember them glasses that yeah. Ray J came on Breakfast Club and talk about right. that shit. Give, give that shit gonna blow up. Give him some uh, time. So yeah, he he he's a marketing genius. He he's is. he's a he has to provide for his family and don't take Ray J for play play. That no. might that might be the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not not announcing my shit to Ray J. So so far in January, um, we have a lot of uh, shootings. Um, we're gonna run through them a list of a few that we have, um, and we're gonna go back and forth with this. Um, so Utah man, twenty seven, threatened mass shooting because of because he was a virgin and never dated. Uh, Florida man, twenty one, executed five women in a bank. New Jersey man, thirty nine, opened a fire at UPS and took two women hostage. Louisiana man, twenty one, fatally shot girlfriend, parents, and three others. Florida man, sixty, fatally shot ex girlfriend and shot her friend, saying he was trying to get rid of the devil. Oregon man, 36, fatally shot a woman on his first date after meeting online. New Mexico man, 33, fatally shot his three-year-old one day after missing a custody battle here. Florida man, 39, shot his wife and his parents after accusations of adultery. Louisiana man, 26, shot and killed his girlfriend and a police officer while she was opening, so while she was preparing to leave for work. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, Florida man, 21, shot three family members who didn't want him dating their 15-year-old. Alabama, Alabama man, 19, shot a woman who was simultaneously assaulting while driving. Uh, four women shot at a Newark candlelit vigil for teen crash, car crash victims. No arrest has been made. Ohio woman fatally shot while walking dog. Her body was found by a woman shot in the head a few months prior. That's nuts. This is, and this is January. Yeah, this that, is January. That's just January. Gun violence and the violence overall, man. Again, against women, too. That shit gotta stop, bro. You know, 
hold on let me see something before i say okay never mind um this is wild this violence this this is it has to be stopped mm -hmm. bro it's like really this gun reform needs to be controlled bro mm -hmm. guns off the street turning guns mm -hmm. Whatever, like they we we already seen that they don't care, man. We already seen like what happened in Parkland in Florida last year on Valentine's yeah, Day after all six seventeen six seventeen sorry, after seventeen kids were killed um, by a fellow student. Um, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. NRA, it's all about don't take their guns away. You know what I'm saying? And even if they try to make it safer for everyone else. All right, uh, it's time for the sports section. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? What we got going on in sports and basketball? Well, first of all, the Super Bowl has been set, right? Pro Bowl is fuck Pro Bowl. Nobody cares about Pro Bowl, bro. Uh, Super Bowl has been set. The Patriots. I don't know how the fuck they got into the Super Bowl know. again and I playing don't. the Rams. The Patriots beat the Chiefs last week. Um, the game was actually over. The game was over after an uh, interception um, that was made. Um, Tom, Tom Brady showed throw one in, two, intercepts, two interceptions um, that whole game. He would have shown a third, and the game would have been over, but one of the Chiefs' defenders were offside, mm -hmm. so that, that turnover was um, turnover, um, and they got the ball again. Um, Patriots drive, drive the ball to overtime, and they scored in the first possession. Like, Chiefs defense didn't do shit to stop them. Nope. So, I don't know what the fuck happened. So, every time Brady has been to Super Bowl, listen to this. Tuck rule, mm -hmm. Drew Bennett drop, Spygate, playing mm -hmm. Phillip Rivers on a torn ACL, mm -hmm. Lee Evans drops, deflate, throwing two interceptions, 68.6 rating, but getting to play against Brock Osweiler. Miles Jack fumble overruled yep. D Ford and now offside. Oh, D Ford was the offsides. That's nuts. Too. Every time. Every fucking time. Like, but you know what? I made my piece. Yeah. And I said he's great. Right. I said it, and I'm saying it on the air now. Yeah. I will never say yeah, it until he, today. He's good. Um but one of the things that I, I was kinda wondering, why the hell couldn't the Chiefs Defense stopped this one route that was it was it'd be third down and ten, or third down and eight. It was three different times on that on that last drive, and they would have connect on the same pass. They mm -hmm. put Junior Edelman in motion. He's gonna run a post in the middle, catch it all the time. The defense didn't get adjusted. That's why the defensive coordinator, the Chiefs, got fired after the game. Yeah, he did. Um, and oh, my coach got a, a four-year extension. We got, I think we. Got, yeah, Coach Alba. Yeah. Yo, you want you want Lamar for Fournette straight up? Hmm. Lamar for Fournette straight up. No. <laughs> no. Y'all got y'all got somebody coming. Y'all might y'all might get Flacco. I don't want Flacco. Um, but you let's might get Eli Manning. let's talk about the the Saints and Rams game. This the game looked like it was gonna be over early. Your ass was sleeping. You were supposed to come through. Yo, bro, I was. You were not. Nigga, I was done. You were supposed to come I was, through. What did I call you like two hours later, an hour yeah, later. Yeah, whatever. I you said supposed I was to come through playing the game. Yeah, I was like, man. damn, I could be fried all these Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so the Rams and, and Saints game, um, it looked like the the Saints were gonna go down early because they got down thirteen to zip pretty early after the first quarter. But Saints came back. It came out to a last play. Where it was clearly pass interference on on the Rams, but it wasn't called at all, and um, the the Rams ended up winning for a fifty-seven yard field goal um, to to end the game, and that was it was actually an overtime too. So that was the first 
Um, that was the first time both um, championship games were were in overtime, and um, it's gonna be Super Bowl. Super Bowl is next week Sunday. I don't know where I'll be yet. I don't know if I'll have something here, or I just learned yesterday that my church is having a watch party, so I might go to the church because it's gonna be food. I'm gonna spend anything, but uh, <laughs> let's see. All right, what's going on in basketball or wherever it is? Basketball. LeBron still LeBron injured. still injured. Oh, you know what? Did, how do we skip all over that? Yeah. Um. The Wizards, the uh, the Warriors, who were the champions of last year mm-hmm. NBA Finals, mm-hmm. um, you know they declined. It, it was known in the media they declined to go visit Donald Trump for a second year. Yeah, and um, they was in D.C. this past week and to play the Wizards. To right? play the Wizards. Yeah, um, and they went and visit no Barack, other than Barack Obama. Right. Um, it was like a low-key meeting. Supposedly, the person who posted the picture had t- took it down right away. Mm. But you know how quick people are with screenshots and shit. So, it's out there already. Um, not that, not the whole team, but the majority of the team wanted to go see. Right. So, clearly, we only wanted to visit the person who we think our president is, not who it actually is. Um, which is fine with me. Fine with me, what too. Else? Uh, the, the Warriors on a 10-game win streak. Yep. Uh, Carmelo still hasn't found a home. But they they got cousins back, no? Yes, they have cousins back. Okay. They, 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 I think they, they had for good? four games. They, He's doing okay. Okay. The first game he did really good. The other yeah. two games, two or three games, he did decent. Yeah. He fouled out the first game, too. Um, He got attacked. The second game, bro. Mm. He's back. Gotcha. He's back. Um, he's back. Back. But it was just, it's this little thing going around. Like I got like a little picture. It was like the Warriors starting five, mm-hmm. and then like the East starting five, which would be like Kyrie, um, like Joel Embiid. Um, who else was in there? I think Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the East top people in their positions mm-hmm. versus just the starting five for the Warriors. It's insane. And you look at the lineup. You like damn, I I might choose the Warriors over the like it's Kyrie, Joel and B, um, Greek Freak, and like two other people. I can't think of who the other two people mm-hmm. are. Um, and it's just like damn, these are five all stars. Yep. On separate teams, all of them on different teams, versus the five starters for the for the for the Warriors. It's like what team? Who are you choosing, top or bottom? Well, I might choose the top, <laughs> which is insane. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, not much going on in sports. Not nothing too exciting. So you know, we'll be about to flip it over to top five, baby. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. All right, guys. Uh, if now if you need Boston to learn how to play basketball, <laughs> oh, come to boy. me, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So it's time for our top five. Uh, send us your top five to most everything podcast at gmail.com or slide in our DMs for business purposes only. Um, again, I was late. I was reading something. It's all good. Sorry, so again. this week's top five, you know, be, being the fact that the Super Bowl is seven days away, this week's top five would be top five Super Bowls that we've seen. We've seen. We've seen. Right? Um, I started watching football maybe in 2005. So I know there was two balls before that that I haven't seen because I, I wasn't into I wasn't into football um, in the years prior. But since 2005, I've been pretty loyal Super Bowl watcher. So wow. here's my thing with football. I've been I've been a fan. I've been I don't know what I've been, but mm-hmm. I've been because of Madden. Mm-hmm. I remember back in mm-hmm. the day Madden. So I knew what the football was. So Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. Emmitt Smith. Mm-hmm. 
Troy Aikman. Yeah, Michael Vick was in there. Um, Michael Irvin. Mm -hmm. You know, all those people was like I was like fans of. I used to love the Forty Niners. My brother used to love the. um, I think he was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I used to like the Cowboys in the nineties. You know, Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a dream team right there. Anywho, so I've been around and I've seen like old Super Bowls, reruns, like the, the. and particularly the 49ers and the Cowboys. That's yep. it. Mm-hmm. Anything, probably, I'm looking at the list of all of them on the Super Bowls. I probably haven't seen anything since past 1989. Okay. And that was the 49ers versus the Bengals. That was probably the only Super Bowl I actually... I might have seen this 1984 with Marcus Allen when he was the um, MVP against mm-hmm. the Raiders versus the Redskins. I might have seen that, but yep. I don't really remember anything else. I know Joe Montana was fucking disgusting back then. Mm-hmm. Like, but um, I seen a couple of Super Bowls, not too many. So I will give myself 1989 was like my first one probably, mm-hmm. and then up. All right. So uh, at some point, so not live. Since I've won, you did. I will start. I will kick this off. That's fine. How did I won on your page, bro? Well, I don't I know, know what it is again. You just had a better list. Okay. Man up. You had a better list. Right, cool. All right. So my number five top five Super Bowl that I've seen is the Giants versus the Pats. Now, the Giants played the Pats twice. Yes. In 2007 and 2011. And I'm giving this to 2007 because that's when the Pats were undefeated. Well, two th- it's for the 2007 Seven, season. Yeah. But it was a Super Bowl yeah, 2008. Right. So... Um, I'm giving I'm giving this to the 2007 season because it was when the Pats were undefeated. Yes, they had Randy Moss. Yes, uh, they had Junior Seau, mm-hmm. Teddy Bruschi. Um, I think uh, Asante Samuel was still was still on mm-hmm. that Super Bowl, was still on the Patriots at that time. Uh, of course, Tom Brady was there. Rodney Harrison was still on that list. That uh, still on that team. Now for the Giants to come around. Um, not have given a chance. I think the week before they won in Lambeau, mm-hmm. feel off of a, a field goal kick um, for the pay, for the Giants to come through, undefeated Patriots. Don't give a fuck. E- Eli Manning helmet catch to David Tyree mm-hmm. and Super Bowl touchdown to the corner to a plastic burst to give Michael Strahan his first his first and only Super Bowl win. Um, yeah, uh, and he retired after that. Yeah. So uh, my number five Super Bowl that I ever seen was the Giants versus the Pats. Um, my, oh, seven. Num- my number five was the Ravens versus the Giants okay. in 2001, which was solidified me as a fan of football. Mm-hmm. Um, that year, well, prior to years prior to that, it was when um, my stepfather used to buy season tickets. Mm-hmm. We used to go to every game. I think it was like two, three years straight. Every, every went to the games. Baltimore game? Yeah, every home game. Yeah. Um, Did y'all always have that that um, that that stadium or that's a new yeah, stadium? That, we always had that stadium. Well, when the Ravens came, they yeah, built yeah, the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, I think they came like ninety four, ninety five. They built that stadium. If I, yeah, I'm like eighty percent sure. Anyway, um, so that was it. That Super Bowl was just amazing. We destroyed the Giants. He destroyed the Giants. Thirty five to seven. That's what. That's when I was like, I'm a fan of football. Yeah. Ray Lewis was my guy. Mm-hmm. They dominated. Def- best defense, if not ever, top three mm-hmm. in the ever. In football, mm-hmm. um, we had we had Chris McAllister, we had Tony Saragusa, Ray mm-hmm. Lewis. Um, you had Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Our quarterback was horrible. We had Trent Diffler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deion Sanders too. You Deion had Deion Sanders. Team. We had um, 
Rob had, Woodson. Rob Woodson. Like, we, that, man, that team was, that defense was insane. Yeah, that was before Ed Reed, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, And then that was the same year Ray Lewis got caught up with that murder charge. Mm. But anyway, that was my number five. All right, so my, my number four top five Super Bowl that I've seen is uh, Steelers versus Cardinals. Um, oh, yeah, that was. This was like a gut wrenching Super Bowl for Kurt Warner. If Kurt Warner won this. Won the Super Bowl, it, he would have been the first quarterback in NFL history to win a Super Bowl on two different teams because he won one with the Rams when yep. he beat the Titans, mm-hmm. and now this would have been his second win. But since Peyton is the first qu- quarterback to to win two Super Bowls, two different teams, Colts and the uh, Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah. I was um, saying that. So um, the the play that really stood out, two plays that stood out in my mind was it was the end of end of the going into the second half. End of second quarter, like maybe 10 or 15 seconds left. Cardinals is driving. Um, Kurt Warner throws a pass. James Harrison picks it off, runs it back 95 yards for a touchdown. It would have give give the Cardinals like a lead, but then it got it got them in a the hole. That was that was the the first mm-hmm. uh, and momentum shifted after that. That was the first. Um, Sorry, it's actually three players that stood on my mind. That's play one. Play two was when Fitzgerald caught a simple slant across the middle. Yep, he took that gone. shit like Straight eighty some yards. Yep. Um, and Mike, I, I think I remember. One more year. Yeah, I think when they um, reviewed it, um, like after the game was over, they and Mike Thomas said, "If they're gonna score, that's how you want them to score quick, so you get the ball back." Yeah. And then the the third play that stood on my mind is the last play of the game. Corner to Santonio Holmes. Holmes in that corner. I was, oh, I still gosh. don't think he got his other foot down, but whatever. Um, that was a great game. That was my number four. Uh, that was my number four top five Super Bowls. My number four top five Super Bowls that I've seen will be the Rams versus the Titans. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was Kurt Warner's first um, Super Bowl that mm-hmm. he had won. Yeah, um, greatest show on turf, baby. Yo. He was one yard short mm-hmm. of that game when he touchdown. And I was a Titan fan, mm-hmm. so I was kind of going for them. But that was a very, 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 mm-hmm. very, very intense game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just that one yard. I'll never forget Antonio McDyson or Antonio Dyson, whatever mm-hmm. his name is, was fucking one yard, one short. yard short. And yeah. I was a Steve McNair fan. Steve McNair fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't remember too many other players, but that was a good Super Bowl. And then now looking back, I'm actually you know like okay with the Rams winning because they had such a great team. Yeah. And Kurt won a story to mm-hmm. get what he got, how he got there, and stuff like that. He played arena football. Was back exactly. in course. Exactly. So yeah. I'm fine with the outcome either way. See, I didn't know all that back then. Yeah. But now looking back yeah. on it, it's like wow, he deserves that's pretty that. impressive. Yeah. So that's my number four. Uh, my number three um, Super Bowl. My top. Uh, num- my number three top five Super Bowl is the Patriots versus the Eagles. Um, this back then I was an Eagles fan. Uh, Terrell Owens played that <sighs> game with a broken leg. Uh, Donovan McNabb threw up multiple times on the last drive, and there, they, they, it was. Um, Fuck, who's that number 84? Freddie Mitchell for the Eagles. Number 84, Brian Dawkins was on that team. Um, it was just a great Super Bowl team. It's a great Philadelphia Eagles team. Um, Andy Reid was a coach back mm-hmm. then, and um, Dion Branch got that fucking interception. Yeah, and solidified. No, the that, game. not not Dion Branch. Uh, he played. Nah, was it Dion Branch? But all I know, Adam and Terry again. He kick he kick a game winning yeah, field goal. Yeah, it was like twenty one to twenty four or some shit yep, like that. That's exactly uh, Super Bowl. So. 39. 
again, it, it was back then when I was an Eagles fan, and that shit hurt. That shit, that shit hurt it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but number three, um, top five Super Bowls. My number three is the Giants versus Patriots was the helmet Which catch. One? Oh, number one. Yeah, yeah oh, mm-hmm. in the 07 season. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just so happy that they won uh, because I'm not a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like the Giants either, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just happy the Patriots lost. Yeah. I'm just, yes, catch it. However the fuck you got to catch right. it, but fucking catch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh, my number two top five Super Bowl is the Patriots versus the Seahawks. Bro, this shit. Oh. That, the one yard was that the one, the one yard, yard when they when they threw it instead of running it with Marshawn Lynch oh, right up the middle. That was the, that uh, was the, and um, Mike and Butler picked it off. Yeah, picked off the pass Mike, from Byron, yeah. from mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's um, the one I'm talking about. So I think it was a score twenty seven to twenty four some shit the like score that. Score to that one uh, 28-24. So uh, that was a great game as well. Um, Seattle Seahawks came out of nowhere. Legion of Boom. Defense was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That was the second. That's the second time they went to the Super Bowl back to back. Because the first time, the yep. year before, they beat the Broncos, mm-hmm. forty three to eight, some shit. Seahawks, yeah. Uh, they uh, Seahawks beat the Broncos, and then the next they year, the then then they come into uh to 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 play the Pats. Uh, the and team has broken up ever since then. Yeah, since then it hasn't been the same, man. They haven't gone back to the Super Bowl. It seemed like it's so long, but that was only three years ago. This right? is the fourth year they yeah. haven't been to the Super Bowl, right. but it seemed like so long ago. Right. So um, yeah, man, that that was a great game. So instead of pass, instead of giving the ball to to Marshawn Lynch, Lynch was it was right beast. at the one yard line that um, Darnell Bevel, the OC, decided to pass. Yeah. And Malcolm Butler picked it off, and after that, that was the end what? of the game. My number two is Philly versus the Patriots. Okay. Again, this is last year. Um, Patriots losing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles haven't won a Super Bowl or major title in, well, let me not say major title, but a Super Bowl in 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. And they have this thing called Wing Bowl every year that they didn't go yeah. to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in Philly. And um, th- I was just happy for the city of Philly. You know, that's yeah. where I met my wife. So. You know, Philly is one of my favorite cities. Yeah. Um, so I was just so happy for Philly. I was a fan of them that year after my Ravens didn't make the playoffs. So I was like, I'm riding for Philly. Yeah. I was watching them all year, talking to her grandfather, my wife's grandfather. Um, it was like I was like, and I said it. I said like the eighth game in the season. I was like, I think they're gonna win it this year. Mm. I kept saying it. He was like, Don't say it. Don't jinx it. I'm like, No, they look good. Mm. And then Wentz went down. I was like, Oh, oh shit. And then Foles came through. Foles magic. <laughs> So that and Patriots lost. That I mean, that's just enough happiness for me. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So my number one top five Super Bowls that I've seen is the Patriots versus the Falcons. Patriots were down twenty three. I don't know how the Falcons allowed the Patriots to come back. I don't know either. But I'm it was it was a third and two. They decided Patriots. Uh, the Falcons had the ball. They decided to do a seven steps drop. You know, to pass mm-hmm, the ball mm-hmm. instead of running it. The running back misses a block against Dante Hightower. Dante Hightower tackles Matt Ryan, causes the fumble. They mm-hmm. recover it, and game over from there. They keep scoring, 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 and Patriots came back and won the Super Bowl to give Tom Brady five titles. That's insane. Okay, what's your number one? My number one is my Ravens over the 49ers. Just the, the halftime show was crazy. Mm. That was Beyonce. The game was crazy. The blackout. Um, the blackout. Yeah. The, everything about that Super Bowl was crazy. How the Ravens got there. Yeah. Um, fucking, uh, what's his name? Joe Flacco. No interceptions. Mm-hmm. Best QB rating ever in the mm-hmm. playoffs. In the playoffs, yep. 
Um, just the everything that just it solidified Ray Lewis' career as a, as a legend in the game. Um, gave Ed Reed a ring. Gave Ed Reed his ring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was against Colin Kaepernick his first mm-hmm. year, um, who was unfucking stoppable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it came down to the last play mm-hmm. in the corner. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick for missing Randy Moss wide open. Due to that, Randy Moss never got a ring. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't care against yeah. my team. But everything about that Super Bowl was just was just grand. When we was blowing them out mm-hmm. until the power went off, and yeah. they got all this energy, mm-hmm. and they got time to look at everything because mm-hmm. the power was out for half an hour. Yeah. Um, true story. Not true story. Well, it is a true story. But funny story mm-hmm. is that my um, I did I watched that Super Bowl over a friend's house. My my man Miles, who does relevant regulars mm-hmm. regulars yeah, yeah, yeah. um podcast, mm-hmm. and before. At the time, his girlfriend was now his wife um, at their apartment, and I threw up on the carpet. Why? I was so dr- I missed the whole Super Bowl. But I you, missed the whole Super Bowl. So you just woke up and find out, oh shit, they won. Yeah. So I didn't. All, everything I had to say, I didn't, I never originally seen. I had to go back and watch Super Bowl after, because after the blackout, you know, you know, I was like, you know, I was a little fucked up. Yeah. And she had, you know, we had Hennessy there. At, um, we had Hennessy there, and um. She had made this dip. It was like this good ass like buffalo dip or something cheese dip. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was this good ass dip though, and it was too much for me to mix with the Hennessy, and it made me throw up. Oh no! Passed out. Everybody got pictures of the Super Bowl. Everybody so laughing. So I had this Ravens cup, and like the next day or two days later, I asked about the Ravens cup. She's like, "Fuck that Ravens cup," because she's like a not like a, a neat freak or whatever. Like, oh, so, because so, so the fact that you threw, threw up on her carpet, she was uh, she's still mad about that to this to this day. That was like six years ago. She's still mad about it to this day. Like it came up on Twitter the other day or on, on Instagram, one or two. She's still upset about me about it to this day that I threw up on her carpet. You did you at least buy her new carpet, bro? No, okay, I did. All right, guys. Listen, that's, that's, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm gonna finish this off because I'm I'm gonna post this part. Okay. I motivated them to buy a new house, Ooh. and and they got a whole better. And I haven't Ooh. been invited to the house yet. Ooh, because <laughs> Corey ain't throwing up on shit. Yeah, over here. that's all she said. Corey ain't throwing up over here. Hey. But I got them. I motivated them to get a house and get out the apartment. So oh, you walk. That's what's up. And then they got married, and then uh, they had a baby. Well, they had a baby and they got married. Well, however it went. There you go. All right, guys. So thank you, thank you for joining us for another week of another exciting episode of Most Everything Podcast, episode forty-two. Um, don't forget to follow us on IG at Art underscore G and Corey Hilton One. Yep. And if you need to send us your top five, your general feedback of the show, email us at Most Everything Podcast at gmail dot com or slide in our DMs for all business purposes only. See, I'm on point that time, guys. All right, guys. See you next week for episode forty-three. Later. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend, you have been the one.